Hi, everybody. My name is Anthony. You introduce oh, yourself now. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. sorry. I told you I was going to spring it on you, but maybe that was a bad idea. Let me restart. <laughs> Let me restart. <clears throat> Hi, everybody. My name is Anthony. And my name is Chris. And we are the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing just great. How about yourself, Anthony? I'm doing pretty well. Pretty well. Just testing out new intros for my podcast. I see. I see. So far, I think it's going just swell. Good. Good. Me too. Just just swell. Jolly gee whiz. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for y'all who've been listening for a long time, this is our first podcast under our new name. We are no longer the B-Roll Podcast. We are just the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. We're branching out, covering more ground, hopefully less B-movies in our future. Please. (laughs) But not today, Christopher. Not today. (laughs) As the Sci-Fi Wise Guys, we have been chosen by the science fiction godfathers to go forth and watch science fiction and science fiction adjacent films tv shows fan films shorts whatever miniseries distribute originals whatever they happen to be and then uh, talk about it judge the heck out of them if there's science and it's fiction and it's visual media we're probably gonna watch it we're probably gonna watch it so what movie did we watch christopher we watched the 2016 sci-fi action movie, Cyborg X. Cyborg X. Produced by Aerostorm Entertainment, who also produced the Mythica movies. So that was pretty interesting to see. Did not know that going in. It also stars three, count them, three sci-fi wise guys slash B-roll podcast alums. I think this is the most, like, most repeat actors we've had show up in a single film. Uh, I didn't recognize one of them until the very end. Okay. (laughs) Very last scene. So, and I didn't recognize a second one until I was looking everything up on IMDb. He said, Oh, she was in that. Okay. I caught two. Who's the third? Who's your two? I'm not giving away my secrets that easy. Adam Johnson. Yes. And Jake Storman. Oh, I didn't recognize Jake Storman. Who's Jake Storman? I know who he played Lieutenant Wiskowski, the resident nerd. You could tell he's the resident nerd because he wears glasses. Yeah. And cargo shorts. (laughs) He's Dagan. What? Is that Dagan? Yeah. Yeah. No. Are you you for real? Let me look. I'm I'm looking right now. I'm not making that up. Why would I lie about that? He is Dagan. I don't know why you would, which is why I said... (laughs) Like disbelief. So yes, Adam Johnson, who played Thane in Mythica and Mythica Two, which we've reviewed already, and Jake Stormone, Storm Stormin, Stormoin, yeah, Jakey, <laughs> who, st- who starred Dagan in those uh, also those same films. This movie also has Rocky Myers as uh, Jack Kilmore, who played Cole in Mythica Two. Oh, that's right, Swole Cole. Yeah, Swole yeah. Cole shows back up. Okay. And Eve Morrow, our lead actress in this film, really our our principal character, played Lieutenant Spears, literally doesn't have a first name. (laughs) She plays a character named Marie in Age of the Living Dead. Who is she in that? Was she in the first episode? She is credited in the first episode. I believe she's one of the vampires. I am not 100% sure. Oh, was was she the one that was bathing? Possibly. But I really don't know. I did not like. There's not enough information on the internet beyond her playing that role and her being credited in that first episode. Man. So never mind. I've been wrong this whole time. There are four <laughs> sci-fi wise guys alums in this movie, and round out our principal actors. 
I guess I didn't recognize Swole Cole without the face tats. So. Oh, yeah. It, he he definitely was way more expressive in this movie. Okay. Way more enough. expressive. <laughs> but to round out our principal actors, we have Danny, Captain Machine Gun Trejo. <laughs> oh, man. That is his character's name. His character's name is Captain Machine Gun. When they introduced him on screen, like... I cackled like out loud. Like I literally let a guffaw or a cackle out. I don't remember what the noise was, but it was like. Though a guffaw is probably about right. That feels about what I did. I was like, there's no way. He's, he, he's, uh, he mentioned Captain Machine Gun and they cut to him with a like, what a pump action shotgun and he's just shooting it indiscriminately and ends up killing a bird. And then the bird's just yeah. left there. I thought, oh, I thought, oh, they're low on food. He's hunting and he's a real nope. bad hunter. No. <laughs> He's just, he shot like six shells and killed one small crow. Oh, man. Jeez. So thanks for, thanks for this one, by the way. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, let's, let's, uh, you, let's get a blurb and some facts out of the way. The blurb is the same everywhere. Did you want to go ahead and give us that blurb? I was only able to find the IMDb blurb. I, I looked it up on Google Amazon Prime blurb. and Plex mm. where we end up watching it, which I have a special announcement about Plex in a moment. Uh, but they're all the same. So if you just want to give me that IMDb blurb. Well, I was going to say I the Google blurb is slightly different, which I will read that one. Oh, okay, um, go first. right ahead. After a weapons manufacturer is taken over by a cyber virus, a group of survivors must fight to save humanity from an army of machines. All right. Yep. Once again, we have somebody <laughs> rewriting someone else's sentences to make original work. Uh, IMDb and all the other blurbs I could find say, after X-Corp, a radical weapons manufacturer, it's taken over by a cyber virus. A group of survivors must fight to save humanity from the army of machines the virus now controls. All right. Why is cyber virus machines and virus capitalized in that? I don't know. Like properly capitalized? I have no idea. I was going to ask you the same thing. There's a lot of questions being asked right now. Neither of us are going to have answers, I feel. That's fair. Well, so to get some facts out of the way, we've already talked about all of our principal actors. There's a few other actors in the film. They're not worth mentioning. I don't know if we need to go into Danny Trejo's acting credits, his filmography, his career, as we would normally do, because I think it's Danny Trejo. If you don't know who Danny Trejo is and you're listening to this podcast, (laughs) you're probably not in our demographic, and that's okay. (laughs) Keep listening. It's fine. This was directed and written by a K. King also known for the 2013 movie Zombie Hunter, also starring Danny Trejo. I also believe that is an Aerostorm Entertainment film, which is just fantastic. (laughs) I would like to, if we could, press pause for just a moment. I can, I guess. And talk about Danny Trejo's uh, filmography for just a moment. All right. There's a, a lot of people that probably just see Danny Trejo as an older Hispanic man with a, a chest tattoo and it being a bunch of really bad movies. Whoa. What's, what's really interesting about him is was not an actor originally. I'm probably butchering the story, but he was in jail in and out for a couple of years. And then someone came up to him and was like, yo, man, I think you'll be perfect for this movie. You just got to look really menacing and stand over in the corner. And I think he had this very, at the time, he had a very distinctive chest tattoo, which he still does have. But um, his first actual credited as an actor performance was in runaway train he was credited as boxer 
as Daniel Trejo in 1985, and then has proceeded to have, I would say, a prolific movie career. He has 396 acting credits. He has 24 movies that are in filming or pre-production or releasing later this year. Yeah. 24. So so all that to say, uh, if you're listening to this and you're down on your luck and you just can't figure out what you're doing in life, just know Mm -hmm. that you... Could be in a you could be in three hundred and ninety six movies. <laughs> yes. What would you say Danny Trejo's most well known performance is? Most well known? Mm. I mean, he shows up in some random television a lot of times just as because he's him, right? He's in Breaking Bad. He's in everything. He's in like Sons of Anarchy. That's the hard part of mm-hmm. like. He's in question is he's literally in everything. He was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He was in a movie called McDick, Uh, Maximum Impact. We just scroll down a little bit. He was on The Daily Show. Scroll down a little bit. You only go back a year. Yeah. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think he's most famous, probably, or his most well-known role Mm -hmm. would be Machete. Machete. And I really sequel, do think so. Yeah. <laughs> Machete Kills. Have you seen those movies? Yeah, we watched Machete together. Yes, but did you did you see the second one? Sorry. I did not see the second one. The end of the second one, it does a a bunch of trailers for future Machete movies. <laughs> so the sequel to Machete Kills is Machete Kills Again. And then it's like Machete Kills in Space. It's a fantastic film. I would agree <laughs> but, he's probably most well known for that. But he shows up in everything all over the place. I think the the role that really broke him out is he's in a movie called um, from, from Dust, Dust Till Dawn. Well, th- no, the one with um, Desperado. Con Air. No, no, Desperado. Desperado. Oh, Desperado. Okay. Yeah, that's the one with yes Antonio Banderas, mm-hmm. and he just plays a guy who throws a bunch of knives around. I think that was like I'm not saying that's his breakout film, but if you look at his filmography, once he was in Desperado, everything else like. Is just gotten better. He, yeah, bigger, once, he, once he was in quicker. Desperado, mm-hmm. he was it was in Heat, From Dust Till Dawn, Nash Bridges, Anaconda, Con Air, Trojan War, Dilemma, The Replacement Killers, and just Point Blank, Six Days, Seven Nights, and just goes on and on and on and on. So, yep, yep. I think that the sliding doors theory would be that Desperado is probably his big break. But, okay, okay. Yeah, he's in Triple X. I forgot he was in Triple X. <laughs> El Jefe. El Jefe. All right. All right. So, Danny Trejo, prolific. He is typecast, but he leaned so hard into that typecast. He is almost a walking trope at this point. Well, he is 77? Oh, they actually did announce Machete Kills in Space. That is one of his movies that has been announced. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. I'm sending you a link. Hold on. No, I'm sorry. He's 76. He'll be 77 in May. I want to believe, and I, you know what, I truly believe in my heart of hearts that Danny Trejo is living his best life. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. So, like, talking about, to kind of bring it back to Cyborg X, he was on sure. set for what? Less than a week? Probably a day. Um, you know, they maybe probably... two. Maybe two, because there's some scenes that are at night that he's in, right? Yeah, they just filmed, he went. Oh, you think the they, scenes you think in the he morning that long? No, I think <laughs> he worked a day the and then the didn't day. come back in for 24 hours and then worked another three hours. That's possibly. Yeah. <laughs> he he stops at dinner time. He's Danny <laughs> Trejo. Come on now. <laughs> on our B-roll podcast, we watched two movies fairly 
close to each other. One of them being uh, the recall, the other one being uh, Breach. Yeah, which pretty recently. Yeah, in the last month or two. Yeah, starred two big name actors past their movie prime. And I, as I said during our Wesley Trenton, I'm sorry, Wesley Trent Snipes bit, I don't think Mr. Snipes was ever really considered like a a great actor. Like he's a list. He's in a lot of big movies, but he probably didn't have the acting chops to really hold up against his peers. And I think for the most part, Bruce Willis has some acting chops, but for whatever reason, he's had some weird roles that kind of pigeonholed and typecast him. Sure. What I'm trying to say is, I think Danny Trejo is literally still in his prime. And I say that because he's not much of a leading man. And I think he almost always, with the exception of Machete and Machete Kills, is probably always brought in just to be Danny Trejo. Like, yeah. I mean, even in those movies, he was brought in to be Danny Trejo. They just made the entire movie around right. the fact that he's Danny Trejo. Yeah. Around like, his character from Spy Kids. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's it's absolutely great. It's fantastic. I love it. Yes. But yeah, yes. I just, I think he's, he's going to be one of those people who's just going to keep making movies and he loves making those movies and he just doesn't care what the roles are. A great philosopher once said, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. And uh, I think Danny Trejo makes a lot of sense. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, speaking of Cyborg X, this 2016 action horror sci-fi film is sitting at a 3.9 out of 10 on IMDb with just over 1,200 ratings, a median score of 4. And the it has no critical rate, ranking or rating, no critical rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but an audience score of 15%. What about Google users? Do you have that? 54% of Google users like this movie. That's about right. That's about right. When we're looking at movies to watch, we look for movies that are streaming. It does two things for us. For one, it's free because we're already paying for the streaming services. For two, it's free for you guys out out there listening. So y'all can go and we tell you, oh, we watched this on Amazon Prime or Netflix or or wherever we ended up watching it. Because a couple of times we've bought movies, a couple of uh, special cases, as it were. This movie is is available to rent in a, at a lot of places, but it is available to stream for free through Plex uh, with some ads. The ads were actually... I will say while they're a little long, it's also free to watch. So that's where you watch this. At least that's where I watched it. Did you watch it anywhere else, Chris? I also watched it on Plex, but I did not receive any ads. Interesting. Um, Probably different firewall. apps. Well, oh, you might have also been blocking them. Yeah. Blocks them. <laughs> yeah, there so. you go. There you go. Well, and I want to let y'all, everyone out there know that if you go to Plex.tv slash sci-fi wise guys, you get a 404 error because we're actually not sponsored by anybody. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> oh, shit. That was for you, Chris. That was for you. I'm, re- I'm really upset. <sighs> Did I have you for a moment? Just a moment? Uh, Just a moment, yeah. Just a moment. Okay, good. If we want to talk about the IMDb ratings for just a moment. Yeah, please do. I'm actually quite interested in the amount of people that gave this movie a 10. <laughs> I was looking at that, too. 170 people gave this a 10. And uh, those are my people. Those are my people. <laughs> I both love and hate them. Like, I love them, but I don't want to meet them. You know what I mean? What's really interesting about the 170 people that gave this movie a 10 is they are matched exactly by the amount of people who gave this movie a 4. They're outnumbered (laughs) by the number of people who gave it a 1. And a 5. But it's 
This is another one of those movies that this is a B movie. And if you were to write the dictionary definition of B movie, this movie poster should be right there because it has all of the, the ingredients for a great B movie recipe. It's got a bunch of, it's going to sound rude when I say it, but a bunch of B list and C list actors. I'm not saying that Danny Trejo isn't an A list actor. He's probably like a B plus. He did make a whole movie you know, based on some random character in a Robert Rodriguez movie. So I guess that's a list. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, all the actors in here do a pretty good job. There's some stiff and wooden acting among a few of them. But for the most part, I think everyone does what they're supposed to do. The effects are okay. I was definitely impressed at this movie's ability to properly... <laughs> render a gunshot <laughs> yeah i thought <laughs> and that when i too. say and when i say properly i mean not improperly i really dug the drones that they flew around uh sure, they, sure. They, they were a little out of place i think they were a little too hd like obviously we know that it's computer generated imagery but i think they looked great i think they did a pretty good job with a lot of the practical effects i thought the cyborgs themselves while very I don't want to say generic. You mean the Tom Hardy lookalikes? Yeah. Well, they all looked the same for the most More part. Or there less. was one. There was one that had long hair, but for the most part, they yeah. were just kind of big, bulky, muscular men with various things attached to their arms. <laughs> I, I wrote them down as Bane mask boys. <laughs> the sets. I there were. Th I think there were like three sets. There was the desert. The desert on the way to a warehouse, and then a warehouse. More or less. Yes. I think for the most part, the sets do a pretty good job. You didn't think the last set when they're in the top secret high tech nerve center for all of these cyborgs <laughs> that it little it looked a little too low tech, maybe? Oh, well, I obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think the sets do a pretty good job conveying what they're supposed to convey. Sure. And for whatever the budget is. I mean, I'm we don't have the budget information. It is, the budget was a million dollars. Okay, I think for a million dollars, they got what they paid for. It's really strange how you can stretch a budget like that, because I don't know oh, how yeah. much money Mr. Trejo commands. Commands? <laughs> Is that the term? Commands, yeah. You I, command, don't think, I think his you know. agent does it for him. I don't think he does anything, but yeah, sure. No, no, I'm just saying like the name Danny Trejo. When you want Danny Trejo in your movie, you got to pay a certain amount of money, right? So I don't know what that amount is. Sure. But I bet we could find out. Yeah. <laughs> Reach out to I bet we like, can send some emails. <laughs> Yo, we don't want him in a movie, but uh, I just need to know how much he charges. Overall, I, there was there were three parts that I definitely thought were... Uh, I groaned out loud at mm. three parts exactly, and all three parts made me want to turn off the movie. Yeah, okay, okay. So <laughs> that's a good segue for, for me to ask Chris. How did you feel about this movie? <laughs> I think it's a three. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a three point nine. I think it's a three. Yeah. And it's for the most part, it's the plot because I watched it and I'm still not sure exactly what happened. Oh, do you want me to tell you? <laughs> Please tell me. Yeah. No, I, I'm not gonna. Oh, fair enough. Fair I mean, enough. I could tell you what happened, but it's <laughs> it's not worth repeating. That's fair. Yeah. No, I just the plot was a little confusing. And maybe I wasn't paying attention. I guess we should do a spoiler warning at some point. But at the end, when Jack Kilmore, ironically named, in fact, Jack Kilmore finds his sister. Yes. Did he mention his sister at any point in this movie? They mentioned his sister at the beginning when they were doing their exposition 
when they were giving a briefing about how all of this happened to a bunch of people who lived through it, you know, as one does. Like, let me explain to you the events of your life recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They mentioned his sister was his business partner who died on day one of the uh, the attacks when X-Corp immediately lost control of their operating system, hmm. was the words we used. They lost control of their operating system. There was a glitch. <laughs> uh, it, was a glitch. oh, where is it in here? The They uploaded a file and it opened itself. <sighs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Yeah, no, that for me that came out of nowhere. I, I guess oh, I missed okay. the part where they talked that. about his sister, but I was oh like, no! As soon as I saw the person sitting there with the uh, the back back of face hugger instead of the face hugger, I assumed <laughs> that it was his sister. Mm. The other part that made me groan out loud was Adam Johnson, Colonel Shaw. Oh, are we going to talk about that right now? Uh, All right, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's, he, let's dive in. What he? Well, hold let's on. Let's dive well, in. Well, let's pause. What did you think about this movie? <laughs> I wanted to turn it off multiple times. <laughs> when Danny Skullpipe Trejo first showed up on screen, I thought, okay, this is going to be, this is going to get good. This is, this is going, like, I knew this was a B movie. I'm not expecting a lot, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to expect some good action. And then before the third act, or really, I guess the transition into the third act, Danny shoot to kill Trejo gets murked. <laughs> And I renamed him Danny. Is this movie still worth watching, Trejo? And let me tell you, it was not. I could have turned the movie off right then and been fine. Man, he had a lot of names in this movie. He did. Uh, He did. Are are you referring to Danny? Speak English, gringo. Trejo? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Oh, man. Dang. Oh, no. So it it was absolutely horrible. That guy, Kilmore, he, I'm pretty sure. Like, so the whole thing is that they were building these mechanical cyber face huggers that they would then put on POWs, enemy POWs, and send yeah. them back in to fight their own men. How yeah. is that not a war crime? How is that not a human rights <laughs> violation? And he's over oh. here defending it three years later or how many ever years later. Well, we were trying to save American lives. <laughs> oh, my God. It was the, I just, it was the worst. Like, it should have been aliens. Yeah. It should have been aliens invading <laughs> and being like, we're going to use your own populace against you because we don't care about you. That would have made, okay, made more sense. But this guy, worthless human being, worthless. Just, that is, I, I don't know. I don't, I can't even, like. Jack Kilmore is a, he's a problematic character. Well, he's, he's winning my Idiot of the Movie Award. Spoiler <laughs> alert. He's like, yeah. Oh, man. We'll build face huggers for enemy POWs and send them to fight their families. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! <laughs> Speaking of idiot of the movie, <laughs> I think that Lieutenant Wazowski, yes, not Wazowski, Wizkowski Wiz or Jake uh, Storm Stormon, he was in the running. He was in the absolute yeah. lead for the for the middle part of this movie. When let's do a small little dissect a little piece of the plot here. Cut it out, put it on the table, and serve it to you. They blow one of these drones out of the sky with a hilariously oversized missile launcher or rocket launcher that doesn't have anything in it, by the way. Because there's a scene when they show the actual tube and it's yeah. empty, and then they fire it a second later. Yeah. Cool. They find a tracker, or they they're trying to get like the the brain, the computer of this drone. And as soon as they picked it up, I was like, that thing's gonna track. Of course it was. Of course it but, was going to lead back but to them. How how did it track them? 
I'm still con- like I understand that the plot dictates that of course it did. Well, they hooked it up to the internet. What's how for one? How do they hook it up to the internet? Because they don't have internet. For two, I'm- how do RGB cables connect a hard drive <laughs> to a computer? And for three, why does a hard drive have a? Is it a GPS chip that's inside of it? Because how are they tracking nah. location? It's just, but then I remembered a- that the file opened itself and killed their operating system. So <laughs> it's just a I forgave back. it. I forgave it. It's just a call home device. They they exist in the real world. Right. But how is it calling home? I guess like, because they don't That's, have, they're not on a network and I yeah, don't. Yeah, they've got it. They've got a satellite dish. Who? That's what I'm saying. Like, they, who does? They do. They've who's, got a satellite dish at the they? Camp. There are two groups and you're not telling me which group you're talking about. No, the, the survivors. They don't have a satellite. Yeah, they do. You can see it. Like they've got a little satellite dish. Like when they're in the camp, they just show it. Oh, do they? Probably, oh. It's probably oh, just goodness. connecting to some wow, you satellite. Wow, ma- you're making some leaps. <laughs> Look, <laughs> and logic that's what here that I just did not. Look, it's not a leap of logic. I'm not retconning a movie. That's how it happened. They just didn't explain it. Okay. Uh, you know what? If <laughs> if Adam Johnson can play a colonel from Vietnam, <laughs> then yeah, sure. No, but uh, the idiot of the movie for this movie was a horse race, and it started out with Rocky, Rocky Myers, Jack Kilmore came out in the lead. And the reason why he came out in the lead is because he fell victim to the classic blunder, creating an AI that we knew was eventually going to turn on them. Well, I don't think he actually created the AI. The U.S. government created the AI and tricked him into uploading it. Yeah. So he he was in the lead. Yeah. And then (laughs) Wiz, Lieutenant Wizkowski, overtook him. As soon as they plugged that thing into their network, this guy was in the lead. He took over. And then... Jack Kilmore, photo finish at the end, grabs the torch, snatches victory from the jaws of defeat, earns himself a place in the pantheon of idiots of the movie. When given the opportunity to shut down whatever it is that's happening, takes way too long and then gets stabbed. <laughs> like he had, he had like I timed it. It was like five and a half minutes. He just said there was a big red button. Yeah, all he had to do was press it. He's standing right there. Five and a half minutes from the moment he had the opportunity to press the button to the moment he was stabbed. <sighs> it was ridiculous. Like, no, he wins. Idiot of the movie. And you know, and I was I was actually kind of expecting you to say that Dual Saw Bane Boy was going to be the idiot of the movie because he was stopped by some push doors. <laughs> the dude has buzz saws up for hands. And they Two were like, <laughs> let me stop him with this... <laughs> three-quarter inch thick plywood yeah oh my god no i figured the cyborgs you know whatever no but definitely uh jack kilmore like they were running alongside each other and he took out a metal rod and smacked jake stroman in the like left knee crippling him and preventing him from (laughs) winning the award and then he ran away with victory so yeah well uh, (laughs) we do you know who the hero of the movie is is it adam johnson no it's danny chess grenade trejo obviously (laughs) yeah i'm I'm gonna call this out i think we would be because i'm gonna introduce a new segment here because we we give out idiots of the movie awards we talk about what actors are poorly placed good place what have you but let's talk about hero of the movie who who was the best character what's the character that had their had their head on straight made good decisions who would you think that would be? Who's the opposite of the idiot of the movie? I mean, I think by default, it's got to be Lieutenant Spears. You think so? I think so. And I think she wins because she's the only one that's still alive, like at the end, for the most part. Sure. 
Sure. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed someone. Someone placed third in the idiot of the movie voting. Oh, oh well, let's was, go back to that bit. Yeah, who was it? It was Becca, the little girl uh, who I mean, screams and gives gives away her position. Anyways, uh, no, fine. I think I think Lieutenant Spears probably wins it. Are you sure it's not Danny Shotgun Tower Trejo? <laughs> Look, you can give him all the nicknames you want. He had a minigun and couldn't kill two cyborgs that moved at the speed of molasses. Like they do. I was very curious how they got anywhere so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you sure? So, yeah. All right. All right. I, if you think that Lieutenant Spears is hero of the movie and not Danny blood in the air Trejo, <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. How many, how many did you write down? How many more do you have left? <laughs> I want to know. Uh, <laughs> four five <laughs> okay, you kind of took chain gun from me so i don't know if i'm gonna count that one or not but that's fair oh can we talk about lieutenant lopez yes i feel like i've talked about this before on on pod and if i haven't i know i've talked about it in real life i hate pandering lieutenant lopez played by angie Pumpin uh papa nicholas papa nicholas yeah papa nicholas so. is she first gets on scene she's doing pull-ups okay cool they're working out that makes sense and then the the camera is like, hey, look, she's got cleavage. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> and then she goes into battle. So she, she was my early running. She was in the early running for Idiot of the Movie. And she goes on a mission. She's got a helmet on. She doesn't putting her hair up. It's just hanging out back there. That's a safety hazard. You know what I'm saying? Get a rubber band, get a hair tie, get whatever. You got to put that up, right? Get something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she doesn't put body armor on. And guess where she gets shot? Right in the um, gut, right where the body arm would cover it. I'm sorry I didn't let you answer. It was it was a rhetorical question. I was gonna say the the leg, but she also does get shot. In the she does get shot in the leg. She gets nipped in the leg, but the the shot that was gonna gonna kill her. She lives for an extra day or two. Is in the gut, right where it shouldn't have happened. So she was my early running for the idiot of the movie. But no, I I 100% agree. Here are the movies got to be Lieutenant Spear. She's the only one who really has her head on straight. Honestly, I hated Colonel Shaw. Adam Johnson's character, just the casual, uh, casual sexual harassment from a position of authority is never funny or interesting. I didn't care for it. Also, how are they so short in supplies, but he's just always smoking a cigar. There's one scene where he throws a cigar away and then he, the next thing he has another cigar. Like he has a stash of these somewhere and he's talking (laughs) about how great it was back in Nam in 68 because we didn't have any of this technology. It was just man versus man. Like, first of all, there's no way you've been serving for 40 plus years, Colonel Shaw. <sighs> it just, uh, I just, you know what? Can we talk about he gets blown up? Yes, he gets this. Let's, let's go in and talk about <laughs> that scene that made me laugh so much that I stopped taking notes for the rest of the movie. <laughs> so In the final uh, assault, he gets exploded he, by a grenade. Is it one of his? No, it is not one of his. It's somebody else's. I, be- I believe it. Well, because I thought the cyborg threw it, but now I'm thinking about it. The cyborgs didn't have grenades. Yeah. It just so it just shows a grenade, and then yeah. it shows it on the ground. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's assume that it's his own grenade. That's probably yeah. more appropriate. Yeah. So he gets blown up by this grenade. Tell me, tell me what happens after he gets blown up by this grenade. Well, the first thing we see is Adam Johnson's stunt double kind of stumbling around in slow motion, and then we. we we catch a look at his legs and blood in the sand. And then we, we and like guts, like he doesn't have the top yeah. half of his body anymore. The, the camera pans towards his upper torso and it just cuts off. 
literally and you just see like a, one of his in, like a piece of his intestine just kind of like strewn about and i'm like oh man colonel shaw's dead sorry thane you had a run and then within minutes of the movie which minutes i can of the only movie, assume but it, this he got blown hours. up at, he got blown up at nighttime this next yeah. scene takes place at daytime so it's a, it's several hours yeah he is still alive apparently just unconscious for hours which if he didn't die from the massive amount of blood loss I'd be surprised if he didn't die from just the trauma of his body being you know, ripped in half, blown, blown in twain. <laughs> and he didn't die from the shock of that. And he didn't die from being unconscious for hours. Despite what you may think, listeners of the pod, if you are unconscious for hours, you're probably dead. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the, the organs that should have fell out the, bo- the top of his body. But so he wakes up. He wakes up, Chris. But I mean, if he wakes up, he's just... He's just stuck there on the ground in the desert, right? Nope. No. No. Well, what happens? <laughs> he drags himself a couple feet. I don't know how far it was, but it looked like it was very, very, a very short distance. Pulls out uh, an AK-47. Oh, are you, don't skip any details now, Chris. <laughs> you saying he crawls uh, straight to that AK-47? No stops <laughs> along the way? Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Uh, he picks up his still burning cigar uh, or his still lit cigar puffs on it and then proceeds to shoot at one of the uh, cyborgs. Oh, so he like miraculously crawls across the ground, missing half of his body and then kills one of the cyborgs. I think so. No, the cyborg actually doesn't die. Cyborg just shoots him in the head and he dies. (laughs) The scene is pointless. Yeah, Yeah, but he, he is unsuccessful. (laughs) Oh, Oh man! I did. I laughed so hard. So as as like he would, it showed him waking up. I was like, didn't they just show the bottom half of his body? Was that a like a misdirect? Was that somebody else? And then slowly pans back, and you just see his his guts laying. He's sticking out the his top half of his body. I was like, oh no, oh yeah, no, because there's a some old man dies who also yeah, ironically earns himself a vote in the idiot of the movie running. He walks into the middle of the gunfire and goes. <gasps> Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> what are these guys doing? Bang bang! Oh, oh no! I'm dead. Ugh. <laughs> so I thought it was maybe his body that was blown in half. Nope. I was wrong. I was wrong. <sighs> I can't believe you maybe watched this movie. I'm really upset at you. I, I didn't. Really you know what though? I mean, really, if you think about it, this whole podcast was your idea. So every bad movie we've watched, <laughs> it's kind of your fault. That's that's fair. I, just <laughs> I really don't have a whole lot of other stuff. I got a couple of things, but not a, not a lot. What do you got? The only, my only question is, what happened to the other nine movies? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. <laughs> you mean eight movies, because there's there's already a Cyborg. Well, I'm just saying, what happened to Cyborg? Cyborg 1, Cyborg 2. Well, Cyborg, Cyborg 1 3. came out in 1989, starring mm. Jean-Claude Van Damme. No? Action uh, sci-fi thriller? Don't remember that one, do you? Uh, they're just pulling I Star remember. Wars. We're gonna go. They're gonna go back and fill in Cyborg two through nine later. I remember him being a cyborg in a movie that wasn't this one. Was it? Oh, Universal Soldier. Universal Soldier. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good you know, Next time we watch a bad movie and don't want to talk about it, we should just spend an hour talking about John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I'm actually surprised he has not made an appearance. You've tried. I think I have. You've tried very hard to get him in here. There's some clips on our Patreon with you trying to find a movie and me definitely avoiding it. I don't know why. I I don't don't know. know. I don't know why either. I don't know. Why? 
<laughs> Why would I do that? Uh, All right, man. But you just you just <laughs> do you want to talk about KG or no? I'll leave that up to you. On the the sci-fi wise guys, what we like to do is we try to ask the questions that no one asks. Whether it's because those questions don't have an answer or don't need to be an answer, you know, but sometimes questions just need to be, you know, asked. So, Anthony. Yes, Chris. Who is Kelsey Grammer? Kelsey Grammer in Cyborg X is... Don't say... Hold on. Don't say it out loud. Do you want to say it at the same time? No, I don't. Okay. I don't want to say it at the same time. You know why? Because I'm afraid you're going to be upset with me when I say that (laughs) Danny, ready to die, Trejo... (laughs) Should have been <laughs> Kelsey Machine Gun Grammar. Oh man! Speaking of Kelsey Grammer, I actually watched a movie with him in it last night, but uh, it's neither here nor there. I mean, I have him as a president. Oh, you mean that twenty-year-old yeah. who somehow is the president of the United States? Yeah, you're right. Let's yeah. recast him as Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, that makes, <laughs> that makes way more sense. <laughs> I mean, he's just, he, I think he's just the out and out winner. Not the out and out winner. Probably the only real option. You don't want him to walk around as one of the cyborgs. <laughs> I mean, I do, <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> oh, man. Just uh, so normally the last question we ask on the podcast is, is this worth the price of subscription? So there was no subscription. There was just possibly some ads every 10 to 15 minutes. What do you think? Here's the deal. Okay. I learned a long time ago that. It is very difficult to complain about free things. Sure. If something doesn't cost you any money, the only thing that it costs you is time. Yeah, but time is money. Yes, but this movie is 90 minutes. On the nose. It is an hour and a half. If you're asking me if 90 minutes is the amount of time, which equates money, uh, (laughs) that you have to spend in order to watch this movie... No. (laughs) (laughs) What if, okay, what if (laughs) they were going to watch the movie and then just turn it off when Danny Trejo's character died? It's like an hour in. No. (laughs) Okay. That's how you feel. (laughs) I feel the same way. Yeah. Don't watch this movie. (laughs) This is definitely top three worst movies we've seen. I don't want to cast any aspersions on the people that were in this movie. There is a lot of hard work and effort that goes into making movies, whether they're good or bad. And, you know, usually, yes, I've shouted out certain actors or cast members or not cast members, but crew members that don't normally get their due. And if you are willing to put the time, effort, sweat, blood and tears into a movie like this, you have some of my respect, but just do better next time. Kevin King. I'm just saying (laughs) do better next time. He's K King, uh, but he is credited as Kevin King. On a lot of other things as director mm. and producer. Right, For example, cool. Zombie Hunter, which also has Danny wielding an axe with my priest collar Trejo on the cover. <laughs> so, All right. That's great. I will say Danny Trejo showed up. I literally said out loud in the movie. We we're like 15 minutes in, maybe 20. I'm like, where is Danny Trejo? Five <laughs> seconds later, Danny Trejo. I was like, oh, that was excellent timing. Right oh, when yeah. there's not enough Danny Trejo, he shows up. I just want to read the the blurb for Zombie Hunter. When a street drug turns junkies into an army of zombies, a man named Hunter finds himself with nothing but a beat-up car and a trunk full of guns and booze until he stumbles across a band of survivors. (laughs) All right. So we'll catch you next week with Zombie Hunter. No, I don't want to watch that movie. 
Oh, All right. Man. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. It's been a blast for me. So hopefully you enjoyed it too. Uh, we'd appreciate it if you did like it, if you would share us with your friends or, you know what, share us with your enemies because everyone deserves to hear our bad jokes. <laughs> bad? I mean, Wait, we're supposed fantastic, to be telling... wonderful jokes. We're supposed to be telling good jokes? Wait a second. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Uh, now <laughs> I don't know. Our B-level jokes for these B-movies. Oh, man. You can catch us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at sci-fi wise guys you can also reach out to us via email sci-fi wise guys at gmail.com send us your suggestions opinions tell us how much you hate us love us hated a movie loved a movie whatever it is we'd love to hear about it pretty much if you suggest something to us we'll probably watch it very few limitations in there so definitely send those our way hopefully as long as it's a movie we haven't seen right as long as it's a movie we haven't seen we'll uh we'll do it and if you would take the time to like, subscribe, follow, heart, leave a five-star review or comment on iTunes or whatever your podcasting platform of choice is. We'd appreciate it. That goes a long way to showing support and showing us that y'all are out there, even if you don't have any suggestions to send. We just want to thank everyone again for listening. Stay healthy, stay hydrated, and don't watch this movie. Thanks. Thanks, guys. why in every one of these movies we watch whenever there's like skeletal remains of humans it's just a pile of skulls where are the rest of the bones <laughs> who's organizing these dead bodies and skeletons in this way <laughs> the bones why does the president of the united states have a skeleton or a skull on his desk i don't know man. <laughs> it's like a 13 year old walked through an army surplus store is like yeah she should wear this he should wear that